Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With AIB, proud supporter of the Goal Mile. You can register now at goalmile.org. AIB, we pledge to do more. Just strapping on the helmet now as we talk a little about COVID for a few more minutes. Adam Higgins, who writes on politics for the Irish Sun, is on the line. Good morning, Adam, again. Uh, now, Minister Jack Chambers said at the start of the week that uh, he didn't envisage any further restrictions before Christmas. And now we're seeing this morning, including in your newspaper, very significant restrictions it seems likely to be announced by the Taoiseach in an address to the nation at six o'clock. What's happened? Yeah, things have changed regarding this Omicron variant. So we saw the Tarnished on Tuesday, the day after Mr. Chambers uh, made those comments that you referenced, indicating that he thinks Neffet will come forward with some sort of changes to uh, restrictions and advice for the government. Then we see Neffet met yesterday and late last night the news broke of broadly what they're um, recommending, which is on three main areas. One is that pubs, restaurants, cinemas and theatres would close at 5pm. The second is that large outdoor gatherings would be cut to a capacity of 50% or a maximum of 5,000, which obviously would be a big blow for the football, rugby and horse racing that takes place across the Christmas. And then the final um, advice broadly that they are... um, asking the government to consider is a change in the close contact rule so that if you are confirmed close contact that you would have to isolate all uh, confirmed close contacts bar people who have received the booster vaccine which is a change from the public health advice recently. Okay, there's a lot in that Adam. There is indeed, and there's a lot for the government to consider. So the way it'll run down today is the Taoiseach and Finance Minister Pascal Donoghue are on their way back from Brussels now as we speak on the government jet. They will I'd meet say with that's a cabinet. happy flight. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that to be a fly on the wall on that flight now would be very interesting. They will meet with the rest of the Cabinet subcommittee, that's the, the key government leaders and those ministers involved in the, the COVID-19 response, at 12pm, followed by a full Cabinet meeting at 3pm, where the ministers will make a final decision on what uh, parts of this advice or all of the advice they will take on board. We're likely to see the Taoiseach then take to the steps of government buildings at 6pm to tell us what's happened. How worried do you think the government will be about the public reaction here? Or do they believe that this is a pattern and that people will shout and roar for a few days and then just get on with it? Well, I think... There is an element that, yes, that of course, this is just breaking late last night this morning, so the initial reaction is obviously anger and fury. But another thing that I think the government will have to take into account, I mean, if you look at the government, I would not want to be a minister around that table today because they are really stuck in between a rock and a hard place because on the one side, you've got the country's top medical experts telling them that this new variant will cause a massive rise in cases, will cause an increase in hospitalizations and ICU numbers, and ultimately more people will die. On the other side of that advice, you've got the government saying, or you've got the, the public saying, basically, that, look, thousands of jobs will be lost in the run-up to Christmas if we take this advice on. People will lose money, the economy will be hurt. And on top of that, then, the mental health impact 
on the nation of this. I mean, this is a country who have, for the past year, done everything they were told. They in a, in have to be lauded, really the public has to be lauded for the incredible way they took to the vaccine rollout. I mean, one of the best vaccine uptakes in the entire world. And yet here we are again looking at more restrictions, Groundhog Day to what we had last year where pubs are starting to... Um, it's a de facto really closure of that industry because, I mean, there's not a many pubs across the country that open before 5pm and I know a lot of restaurants will be wondering, well, how can we serve dinner after if, if we can't open after 5pm? But isn't it inevitable people having irregular routines over Christmas and a lot of people being off that all that will happen is people will be going to the pub much earlier. They'll leave the pub at 5 o'clock and then they'll go on house party crawls. Well, this is something that has been brought up several times. Every time the, the government uh, introduces a curfew or restrictions on uh, the hospitality industry, this is something the Taoiseach has asked about. They're saying, look, you're just going to push people into households. And we see from the, the advice and the, the numbers that NEFA put out that the main place that this virus spreads is in households, and yet the hospitality sector always seems to be the one that's forced to get the brunt of the restrictions when this comes. And from the advice last night, I understand that there's no change to the current rule of uh, four households can visit another household. So there's no change to that restriction. So there will be questions after the Taoiseach today about why the pubs and restaurants are again being at the, the brunt of the, the restrictions. Right. Um, Adam Higgins of the Irish Sun uh, with us. And Mick Dolan of Dolan's Warehouse, famous venue locally and indeed nationally, is on the line as well. Hello, Mick. Um, uh, your poor man, Mick. Your poor man. Oh, um, yeah, I mean, it's not poor Mick, it's all our staff. Like all the 40 people here working, they're waking up this morning and the, the government is saying it might be closed, you know. Right, because so, you, yeah. you had recalibrated yeah. gigs, Mick. You had done different things. You know, I know you split them. There were um, gigs moved to the milk market, uh, Hermitage Green's gig, for example. I know crooning at Christmas is being done by Liam O'Brien in a particular way. And you've done that for your, your Christmas and New Year events. But is that are any of those going to be feasible now? Uh, we don't know, to be honest with you, until we get what information comes from the government, really. We don't know. Like we, we set all this. Um, like we set everything up. Like we brought everybody in the weekend to to recalibrate the whole, all the gigs. We did all that work. All our staff were in working Saturday, Sunday, getting all this up and going. And then we get this this morning. You know, very very difficult. You know, uh, but look, Joe, we're resilient. We will work. We're, we'll work at whatever's. Um, we'll work at whatever's um, the government throws at us. But uh, it, it seems uh, very strange that you'd get this five o'clock thing coming out last night. And, you know, we open at five o'clock. So. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, I mean, for you, you know, yeah. are, are any of these things viable for you if it is a five o'clock curfew? Uh, we'll have to have a look at it and see uh, who's going to come out at three o'clock or who's working. We actually don't know till we get the actual information, you know, what it is, Joe, what. What, what they say you can do or you can't do. As you know, we've been compliant all along. Like we, Everybody that's in here is vaccinated, so you can't get inside the door unless you're vaccinated and you have ID. So we've done everything 100% right, and then they're just going to close us willy-nilly. First things down, close close our industry. Close like all the bands, trying to make a few bob for Christmas, all the, all the, all the artists, the singers, 
you got all this, all these people. What are they going to do? Yeah, and the other thing that they talk about when they talk about reducing capacity, you know, with pre-sold tickets. I mean, the reality of life is you're then trying to ask artists and venues like yours to decide yeah. which five or ten percent get to go, and what about everyone else who's bought tickets? Yeah, well, very difficult. But what we've done is rescheduled and have we'd have two shows instead of one, so they they would have a chance to go to the show anyway. Yeah, but, but the reality is you can't be holding a show at eleven o'clock in the morning. No, definitely not. So that, that isn't going to happen. No. Uh, uh, so, and Mick, I mean, I, I, look, I, I almost think maybe you're beyond shock at this point, but are you shocked by this again this morning? Oh, absolutely. I'm de- devastated for all our all our people, all our staff. I'm devastated, like, all the work that, that has gone in, into menu planning, into everything. There's a huge amount of work. And this isn't, our industry isn't turn on, on a tap and turn it back on again. Like, you know that we, we book gigs a year, year and a half in advance. And this is just, so it's just one, t- one time after the other. And we're back into the same time as last year, going to close it down. Last year they closed it down for six months. And, you know, I, and that would be part of your worry, sure. would it be, that if they, if they do this, it's unlikely to be in the dead of winter, a short-term thing. It's likely to go on for a period of time. I think they should look at Nesset or something and say, look, what you're doing isn't working. Let's have a look at doing something different. Yeah, the the politics of this, Adam, um, is that if the government separate themselves from Neffet advice, then it's all on them, isn't it? I mean, the the shield will be gone of saying, well, it's public health advice. If they try and nuance this, and I'm not suggesting that they shouldn't, they'll have to make their own call on it. Ultimately, they're the government. But if they do and it goes wrong, that must be their big fear, Adam. Yes, and I think um, a lot of the ministers sitting around that table today will remember the the ghost or the nightmare of last Christmas when they decided to tinker with the Neffet advice and open both hospitality and the restrictions on household visits. And of course, we know that led into an enormous lockdown that we had in January. Now, you could argue that those cases would have came in anyway and we might have ended up in lockdown in anyway. But needless to say, the government's tampering with uh, Neffet's advice didn't help the situation and didn't slow down the virus. And I think that decision really hurt the government this time last year. I think a lot of people will remember them uh, time and time again being asked to apologise for that in the radio interviews, the Taoiseach and the Times saying, asking, you know, look, are you going to apologise? This is what you did, you made a mistake. And I think that will haunt a lot of people around that table today. And it's for that reason that I think there is, look, that we have heard some government um, sources say today that, like, look, it, it, no decision is made and the advice may not be swallowed whole by the government. But I think because of what happened last year, this government will be very reluctant to steer away from Neffet in any way. Right. Uh, Michelle is on the line as well. Hi, Michelle. How, how are you doing, Michelle? Hello, Michelle. Hello. Ah, hello. How are you doing? Um, I'm good, Joe. How are you? So, so y- y- I think you were chatting socially distanced, of course, at the school gates this morning when, as this was all breaking, weren't you? What, what are the thoughts from people you've been chatting to in your own view? Um, well, yeah, we were having a chat about it, you know, what what is this going to mean? And, um, you know, some people were saying, listen, this five o'clock curfew which has been put out, it seems very early. And I think for people who are planning nights out in the next couple of, ni- couple of weeks or so, it's not so good for them. And I, I really feel for Mick and Valerie and all the guys who are working in the hospitality industry as well. But I, I think 
is it really going to be five o'clock or is the government going to come out and say it'll be eight o'clock or nine o'clock or ten o'clock and we'll all be like, oh, you know, that's okay, that's not so bad then. But I do think it is down to personal responsibility. At the end of the day, people who are who are irresponsible, I suppose, and who may not know they have Omicron, who may not care about the restrictions, who may not care about the vaccinations, etc. They're going to do what they want to do. You know, it's up to us each to take our own. The government is going to be at the front door saying, actually, you know, that grandmother can come into your house for Christmas dinner. That grand uncle can't come in. That auntie and uncle can't come in because they haven't. You know, they're not going to do it. We have to do it ourselves. Right. And and what what about the, the school staying open? I mean... This morning, one of our crashes is closed for Christmas. It was in the plan. That's the plan for the rest of the year. That's no problem. Um, on to Wednesday, I don't think it's going to make much of a difference with the kids. You can see the numbers. People are keeping their kids home from school, for sure. Things are dropping at the collection and at drop-off in the morning. I think people are kind of conscious of children, you know, worrying about whether or not, you know, there is COVID in the classroom, shall yeah. we say. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Mick Dolan, I mean, remember last Christmas, you know, for example, the Limerick races, and we do commentary on them every year, and we'll be doing it again. Actually, people will be able to pick it up on the air and, and online as well. Um, but it was with no crowds because of the sudden decision the government made, I think, was Christmas Eve or just before last year. Um, and people were looking forward to that. It doesn't look as though there'll be many crowds at that. Um, Munster have a big game against Leinster on Stephen's Day. That's a sellout. Doesn't look as though we're going to see that happening, or if it does, it'll be much earlier with a much smaller um, crowd. I mean, the, the logistics of this for anyone involved in anything that you describe as facing the public, uh, uh, Mick, is just enormous, isn't it? Absolutely enormous. I mean, if they if they have to cut capacity in Town of Park, what they have to do is give all the tickets back and resell them. It's, it's a logistical nightmare to do all this. Yeah, it really yeah. is. It's very difficult for everybody, you know. Yeah, um, and look... We want everybody to be safe, as we all do. But at, at the same time, this is just a bolt out of the blue, really. You know. Yeah. Uh, finally, Adam, um, if you were a betting person, do you think that the government will accept Neffet's advice as a whole, including the five pm curfew, or will they decide no, we'll take a risk here and we'll nuance it a bit? I think the government will stay very close to Neffet's advice. Maybe they'll nuance a little bit on the hospitality sector. I'm not sure how, like, I mean, that seems to be the big reaction today on that situation. But I think there's a lot of questions to be asked about the advice. I mean, all of your listeners will know that the key indicators the government look at, um, because we've become so well-versed in all this over the past two years, is hospital numbers, ICU capacity, and that 14-day incident rate. And all of them seem remarkably stable, but it's, it's it's interesting, it will be interesting to see what evidence Neffet are putting forward to the government. I know we see the situation in the UK and South Africa, but what home-based evidence are Neffet putting forward to the government? And I think that's something Tisha will have to justify to the nation today when he comes out. He will have to show that this could get very bad if we don't act now, because at the moment we were winning the fight against Delta. The restrictions that they brought in in the middle of November were working, and credit to them, it was working. But are these new restrictions justified is something that the Taoiseach will have to explain. And all of us ordinary people who aren't medics understood the message to be that if we got fully vaccinated, we would be out the gap. Now, experts in the government are now saying, no, we never quite said that, but that was the perception. 
and here we are facing into another Christmas of, of significant restrictions and, and that's difficult for the government as well. We are in a better place, um, Minister Niall Collins said to us yesterday, but I suppose you know people just feel very frustrated this morning as a consequence of what they're hearing. All right, well, thank you very much. Uh, we wish you well, McDolan and all at Dolan's and all the other entertainers and venues around Limerick City and County. We know how tough a time uh, it has been and continues to be. We thank you, Adam Higgins, who writes on politics for the Irish Sun, and thank you as well to listener Michelle for uh, your reaction. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With AIB, proud supporter of the Goal Mile. You can register now at goalmile.org. AIB, we pledge to do more.